Tell me something now, boy Just hurting me and leaving me give you joy Hello, it's Harrison. Make sure to leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already, preferably five stars. But um, yeah, please do five stars. Thank you. Um, follow us on Spotify and check out our Instagram. Take a screenshot um, of you listening now, share it on your story, tag the podcast account. Anyway, I'm probably rambling on now. So it's time for the episode. Enjoy. So I wrote it in a song. You'll never find anyone better. I guess nothing lasts forever And believe me now I've moved on, I don't know how Hello listeners, welcome back to another episode of It's Good To Talk Today I am joined by Amber Driscoll Hello Amber Hi How are you? Um, I'm good thanks, lovely to meet you over Yeah, Zoom. yeah over Zoom All we could do at this time Usually we'd be in the studio or something but mm. Yeah um, How are you keeping yourself busy in lockdown? Yeah. I don't have the patience to sit and read, but really? I am obsessed with just watching things through. Like, I, I watched all of Gavin and Stacey from start to finish in a whole day, and I was like, that's a problem, <laughs> isn't it? Like, <laughs> How many episodes are there? Um, there's like 25, 30 together, so wow. yeah, I was up till quite late. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Right, so for those who don't know you, can you um, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I am 21, well, 22 next month. Um, I'm a model, I guess, slash influencer. Um, and I'm, well, sorry, I hate saying that like I'm an influencer sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, but I kind of post about things to do with self-love and body confidence and positivity and I launched an online community called the Bambi Collective which is a online space for girls to join um, and feel part of a community, seek advice, learn about different things. Um, yeah, basically, place to make friends. Yeah, that's so sweet. Um, so I wanted to start off by talking about um, your modelling as I think it's kind of quite a huge aspiration for a lot of young girls but I guess it's kind of a thing of like where do you start um and a lot of the time a lot of people think they're not good enough to kind of get into that kind of an industry your entry into the modeling um kind of world was a bit different to others as you kind of did it for a competition didn't you yeah can you tell us a bit about how that all happened and how you got into modeling sure um so I think I was 17 at the time and I was subscribed to the misguided email list and Mm -hmm. then uh, they sent an email saying they were teaming up with Anti-Agency, which was my old agency, um, saying they were doing this competition and if you hashtag the photo, then the winner would win a misguided campaign and a six-month contract with the agency. Um, And what stood out was that the agency didn't care about height or weight um, and I'm only 5'3", and I guess usually models are a lot taller, so I thought, Mm -hmm. okay 
they don't care about height, maybe I'll give it a go. So I have yeah. to tag for the photo. Um, uh, then my old agency DM'd me and said they wanted to sign me regardless of the misguided competition. Oh, but right. then I won the misguided competition as well. So, yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, that must have been so cool. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was about four years ago now. Right. So, yeah, quite a long time ago now. And I was, I've was i been modelling for... So that was just before I left uni. Uh-huh. And then I was modelling for three years part-time while I was studying. And now I've been doing it full-time for a year since graduating. And before you kind of won that competition did you want to be a modeler want to be a model and get into modeling or was that not really in the picture um I guess it was something I thought would be cool to do yeah I didn't know it was like pretty enough or whatever uh-huh. because I was tall enough I didn't think I could do it but even now even because I'm short I, there is still parts of modeling that I can't do like I can't do runway don't really uh-huh. do high fashion. Um, yeah. So I only do commercial modelling, which is like the high street brands. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously modelling's kind of um, a, quite a p- out there industry. It's very public. Was it what you kind of expected it to be? Or is it actually kind of differences to what you thought, oh, I didn't actually think that was how it was going to be like? Yeah, I think it's a lot less glamorous than people probably think. Like, yeah. Before I started modelling, I thought, oh, modelling, that's really cool job and obviously it is but it's a lot less glamorous than people think it is and there's a lot of um what's the word like god i think my brain's not working a lot now. <laughs> um oh my god i actually can't think of the word fine. lots of uncertainty like you don't know when you're working yeah you might get okay. off a job and then it's not confirmed you don't know when your next job is going to be um right Yeah, so I guess there's kind of a few kind of misunderstood things of like, it's kind of blown up as this massive kind of glam when actually it's, it's yeah, like you say, uncertain. Has that kind of caused you any stress or anything, not knowing, am I going to be here at this time or like getting cancelled or booked like really quickly and not having long? Has that kind of been, if you had to kind of learn to adapt to that? Yeah, I've just had to get used to... Uh-huh. not really making plans during the week because otherwise I used to make plans with friends and have to cancel because I suddenly got told I am working and obviously yeah. I want to work so now I just like I don't I've, I've turned into quite a flaky friend so now I just don't make plans with anyone during the week um, right and yeah just getting used to being told to work really last minute or yeah. plans kind of changing yeah yeah um, and when you kind of um, applied for that and did that hashtag, who were like your model like idols at the time? Were there anyone who you thought, oh, I want to be like them? Um, gosh. I don't think so because I think all of the really famous models are kind of careers that I could never have, I can't really have. Yeah. Like, Kendall Jenner. Kind of they weren't like, I don't know, I didn't think I ever had model idols. I just thought people were pretty. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they were never like, they were never, there was never one person or not. Right. Like 
Yeah. Um, what was your first shoot and how was that? Like, how were you feeling before? How are you feeling after? Because that must have been quite nerve wracking, kind of walking into the unknown. Um, I think my, what was my first shoot? Uh, it was the one, so because of the competition, it was uh-huh. the one with Miss Comedian. Um, right. To win the game. But it was actually really fun. Um, it wasn't in a studio, it was just on location. It was a small group of women from Misguided. Yeah. And makeup artists and stylists, and they were all really fun. And we just walked around London, finding various locations. We had pizza on the street, and you know, it was really fun. It was a really relaxed group of people. I definitely didn't really know how to pose at that stage. <laughs> I think my is better now. Um, but it was a it was a fun experience. So I'm lucky to have had that. I think. Yeah, I I get that. The because I present for BAFTA, like the BAFTA Awards, when I've been there and they're taking pictures, you're like, how am I meant to stand? What am I meant to do with myself? Like the first time. Then the second time you're there, like doing all these poses, just loving it. <laughs> um, What would you say is your favourite thing about modelling and kind of the, the whole job and the whole kind of industry and as a career? Yeah. You, always, you get to go to cool places. Like I've been abroad quite a few times for work, and that's always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the whole spontaneity—not spontaneity, yeah, spontaneity of it. Just, just you—you you get to see new things all the time. We're always doing new things. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. For me. And a lot of people were kind of asking, has it kind of helped you? kind of love yourself and it kind of help accept yourself and your body and the way you are because you've kind of been thrown into that and almost kind of told you're good enough when maybe you didn't think you were originally I think when I first started modeling it was a lot harder to love myself just because I was very aware that I was getting paid for the way I looked Um, and that I think makes you scrutinize yourself more so at the beginning definitely not I do think if you're modeling you do have to have quite a thick skin because yeah you I think you 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 put a lot more yeah just you scrutinize your body a lot more because it's being photographed yeah so it's only been me doing personal work on myself to feel good about my body and not feel like I have to be like super skinny to love myself yeah but it's not because of modeling I think modeling can definitely make it that worse Um, right yeah um and a lot again a lot of people are kind of asking obviously you got into modeling a slightly different way how can people kind of make a start as to kind of getting into modeling if that's something they want to do is it looking for an agency or how is it getting into it yeah um you definitely have to have an agency to start um Lots of agencies do walk-ins, so if you find an agency that fits your kind of look, yeah. like say you want a commercial agency, like my agency Nerves is quite commercial, that's why I wanted to sign with them. Um, yeah, you, they have lots. Yeah, they have walk-ins certain days of the week and you can just go in and speak to them, um, which good. I imagine is quite nerve-wracking. Yeah, I bet. But yeah, that's probably the best way yeah. to start. Um. And you you obviously didn't have to do any of that kind of thing. Would you say you're quite grateful for the fact that you kind of 
almost got put into it you didn't have to kind of do that searching and finding an agent and doing this that and the other yeah definitely although I did reach out to my new agency Nabs because I wanted to sign with a more commercial agency but see, so that, that was nerve wracking but again because yeah. I already had Molly behind me it definitely made it a lot yeah. easier because they saw that I was bookable and I'd been successful and had good jobs before yeah. so they knew then I would be a good model to have on their books um so yeah I am definitely very lucky and grateful to have had it so easy yeah yeah but um would you say there are any kind of downsides or negatives to the modeling industry because with anything that's um with, with any kind of job or career there's always positives and negatives pros and cons what would you say are some of kind of like the negative or cons or anything like that within the kind of whole industry um i've heard like negative things about body image from other models things that i haven't experienced like being told to lose weight and maintain certain measurements um i luckily have never faced that um, again, I think maybe because of the type of modelling I do, whereas runway and stuff, they are a lot yeah. stricter on measurements. Um, so that can be a downside to modelling. Um, again, yeah, not one that I've experienced, but something that is apparently very common. Um, also, I guess the lack of routine. And if you're doing it as a career, you don't know how much money you're going to be earning f- for the year. Right. So when you get paid, you have to be quite on it with your finances finances, and put money aside for your taxes because otherwise I guess it's like any self-employed person yeah but yeah it's like, there are a lot of models who don't actually realize that they have to do their own taxes and I've heard horror stories from people not knowing they had to do taxes and then suddenly getting this huge tax bill after three years of modeling yeah, God. and because they didn't know you had to put aside like money from their pay um, yeah. yeah yeah it must people be no yeah um okay then there are a few sent in questions um someone says do all models love their body which i think is quite a good but broad question i think no i mean i again i've heard lots of stories because there's um there's some instagram accounts about like modeling and modeling experiences and I think modelling can lead to body dysmorphia and an unhealthy obsession with the way your body looks. I, yeah, I mean, I think it would probably be easier to love your body if you weren't doing modelling. Like I said, I do think you have to have quite a thick skin. Yeah. Um, And I think that there are aspects of the modelling industry that do need to be changed in terms of telling people to lose weight and fit into measurements that they're women you shouldn't be like yeah I don't think that should be allowed no no um people say do you have to be body confident to be a model and I guess you kind of you do as you're putting your body out there but what would you say for that kind of question I think it's good to be body confident anyway just because yeah that helps you a lot in life but yeah yeah, obviously as a model you do have to be quite confident Although I guess at the same time, I know people who are insecure that are models, which, although lots of girls who are insecure like to show off their body more because 
the attention like that's like a common yeah thing. like I know that when I'm like some of the times that I was feeling the most insecure about my body I'd probably wear like tight fitting clothes and crop tops just to feel validation yeah like I think I think you should work on body confidence I don't know it's, it's, you do have to be confident to be a model yeah but I think there may be lots of people who aren't yet still do it it's body confidence is hard yeah yeah definitely it's something you've got to crack over time isn't it really it's not something that you could just wake up and be like I'm going to be body confident today end of conversation it's can't just be like that um someone also says do you have to look a certain way to be a model I mean I guess so yeah Someone says, I kind of want to be a model, but I don't think I'm pretty enough and I would probably freak out. What would you say to them? You know, I'm not very good with modelling advice. Um, <laughs> what would I say? I think just have a few test shots with a photographer. Um, maybe find one online, see if you're comfortable doing it and see if you like the photos yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and then the last question um, is kind of aimed at you do you still have bad days with your body image even though you're a model and an influencer and do do you still kind of pick yourself apart I guess that you're you're still human aren't you yeah definitely I think everyone has bad days with their body image Yeah. especially if I've maybe spent too much time on social media or fallen into hole of looking through someone's profile that looks perfect all the time and then yeah I definitely have bad days um but just have to change my mindset on them because previously I would kind of wallow in that I feel like I had to change myself but now I just if I feel low about my body I just remind myself of what the good things it does do for me yeah and as I've seen you did that kind of a campaign I love my body because and I thought that was brilliant because it it got people actually thinking and reminding themselves um of that um and we we got people to send them in the form and people said things like keeps me healthy uh keeps me alive without it they wouldn't be who they are they can see amazing things uh someone said it could pr- produce a baby which I think's a brilliant one um it's their own it's different from others it gives them energy uh, it's important. Um, someone said it's made three children. It keeps me fit. So there's so many different reasons why. And I think until you actually think, I'm going to think of reasons why you... you um, it's so easy to pick up the negatives before you think about the positives in any kind of situation. It's just really easy to do. Um, in terms of growing up, did you kind of have social media and a phone when you were kind of growing up and through school? Yeah. Yeah, I think I had a phone... I got filming when I was about 10 years old or 11, just as I went to high school. Yeah. Um, 
and then social media started maybe when I was like 12, 13, uh-huh. I don't know, because we always had Facebook, but then Twitter and Tumblr and then Instagram kind of started, Yeah. Um, but yeah, social media growing up as a teenager was, wasn't really, probably not good for me. No, no, it's definitely not. Um, how, um, were you kind of body confident as a teen? So when you were like 14, 15, how were you kind of within your body? How confident were you at that point? Definitely not at all. I think especially when you're growing up, when you're a teenager, you haven't developed properly yet. And you're still comparing yourself to people online. Yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, I hated my body when I was a kid, like a teenager. Um, also, I kept like waiting for my body to develop into like the body I wanted to have, kind of, uh-huh. um, not accepting the body I did have. Because um, I was like short and slightly, not chubby, but like, it's not like I was like skinny, and that was hard for me to deal with. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I didn't like my body after when I was a teenager. And because at the time, the body that was like trendy, at least on Tumblr, was being like super skinny with visible hip bones, like collarbones and ribs. And yeah, I hated that I didn't have that. It's, yeah. Yeah, I get a, a main thing definitely is kind of comparing yourself to others. And I think for, for a lot of people, we, especially in lockdown, screen times are going up people are spending so much more time scrolling and looking through things and it does make you question yourself even without realizing you're you're kind of taking that picture in and then looking at yourself and going well hang on a second how do I not why am I not reflecting that same image I think it's so it's so easy to do and very very common as well um were you kind of generally confident at school so you say you went body confident at all what in terms of your personality like what were you kind of confident in other ways or, or were you more shy yeah I think at high school I was quite outgoing um I went to an all-girls school for high school so for the first five years um and I was like super outgoing then but then yeah. I went to a mixed form um and I think after not really speaking or interacting to boys for like five years in sixth form I was like quite shy because I literally uh-huh. didn't know how to speak to the opposite gender <laughs> like so I was a lot more shy in the sixth form than I was in high school yeah but yeah just presence of boys <laughs> um how were you in school what would you say your kind of experience with education was like did you enjoy school or did you hate it or how did you kind of find school yeah I love school I'm, I like miss I miss learning now um I love education I thought it was fun. I liked learning. I liked studying most of the time. Um, I was good at it. I guess I got good grades. So yeah. I and I I always wanted to get the best grades. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do enjoy school because I guess the social aspect of it is good. But um, and I, you know, I'm in top set for everything, but now with lockdown it's really hard to keep kind of motivated to work because there's not that physical person saying come on work it's really hard to do it so yeah that is hard but yeah um how do you have to what do you do 
on like online um yeah it's we've got a well they're all kind of on different things there's like google classroom all the work's kind of uploaded and then we have to do it and email it to them but it's really it's quite stressful when you've got like every teacher sending you like 10 pieces of work every day and you're like oh my god this is stressful but yeah it's interesting (laughs) it's new same yeah I mean the first three weeks we I was so good and there was a group of us and we'd be on FaceTime and working and stuff like that and now it's just like can we just get over with this lockdown now like everyone's just done with it um okay okay um right so I did uh kind of a poll and out of 63 people most of which who were teenage girls of this one, 50% of people are body confident sometimes and have good and bad days of feeling happy with their body. 44% of people say they hate their body a majority of the time and a remainder of only 6% of people feel body confident. I mean, like, when you look at it like that, it is actually, like, when I was reading through, there were hundreds of questions sent in and stuff like that. It is kind of sad seeing how many people hate their body when you know you think why because a lot of these people really really don't need to no one needs to feel like that um why do you think it is that way what would you say are kind of like the main kind of influences of people's how they look at their body i think we just we live in a culture now where because of social media well kind of before social media you could at least you didn't have to see like perfect like perfection yeah society's idea of perfection all the time like it was just in magazines and film and stuff but in your like day-to-day life if you were looking for it you couldn't see it but because we spend so much time on our phones yeah especially young people um and on instagram and tiktok the most popular people are the people with the best bodies because people like to see attractive people and then yeah because because these people fit society's ideals then they become the most liked and followed whatever and TikTok as well is so bad for it. It's just people idolizing girls that have really slim waists and have that have an hourglass figure. Yeah, yeah. just the constant comparison. Even even sometimes when I'm scrolling and I think I know a lot about how to be body confident and being very aware of things that might trigger my confidence, it's still hard sometimes on social media. Because uh-huh. I think people as well don't understand how to use social media in a positive way like people just follow pretty yeah. accounts because they look nice not realising the long term impacts it has yeah. on their confidence and there's there's like an obsession with fitness at the moment not that fitness is a bad thing I think everyone should be exercising because uh-huh. it's great for your body it's great for your mind yeah. but lots of focus on doing it to get abs or to, like there's just a constant obsession with wanting to change your body Yeah, there's not like a lot of fitness programs and like the transformation photos which ultimately do put an emphasis on the after being the better body yeah people always feel like they need to change themselves or be the best version of themselves but they're never feeling confident in the way they they are it's just yeah there's a lot of factors to it and it really aggravates me yeah uh, yeah, there's 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 so many. Obviously, social media is a massive one, and I think even things like people put people down all the time, even without realizing. Just it, 
if, if I was to maybe share a picture to my friend of someone, they're like, oh, she's ugly or she's not very pretty. And you're like, well, hang on a second, you've never met her. And, like, keep that to yourself. Like, it, this, everyone is prejudged nowadays by looking at, yeah. you know, someone's Instagram page. People think they know people, you know. You've got hundreds of thousands of followers who a lot of them probably think they know you because they watch your stories every day and like your posts and watch your highlights and that they especially with people that are putting themselves out there and putting on a platform people think they know you and it's like you really don't and as I said everyone's prejudged everyone gets put a label against them um on that first look um now get out of 63 responses um, 14% of people want to get cosmetic surgery and change their body as soon as they're of age 31% sometimes consider changing things about themselves and 42% don't want cosmetic surgery but still feel self-conscious of their body and 11% definitely don't want surgery to change the way they look so 40% of people want to get cosmetic surgery straight away. What What do you think of cosmetic surgery? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it. Like, you do you. It's like, yeah. I guess, kind of the same with wearing makeup. I guess it's more just why people want to do it. It's the sad, not sad yeah. thing. But, yeah, just again, the constant obsession of people wanting to change themselves because of what is deemed attractive. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a lot of celebrities that have work done that don't admit to it, and the only way to look like them is by having work done. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's sad. I wish just as a culture we wouldn't we wouldn't be so obsessed with wanting to be something we're not. There's no emphasis on like individual beauty. There's just certain standards of beauty that people want to look like. It's even not things like um. Uh, when I was uh, I spoke at a conference last year in Sheffield and. I spoke about how kind of shows like Love Island and stuff as well have a massive impact on how people kind of see their body image by I personally don't it watching stuff like that and seeing people online it doesn't really affect me or make me change things and I know the majority is within teenage girls a lot more but it's so easy to look at these perfect people on the telly every night and and kind of think, why do I not look like them? So I think shows like that as well are a massive... And there's even more shows like that. There's Love is Blind and Too Hot to Handle and Love Island, all these Netflix like kind of shows. And So there's more coming out, I guess. Um, I think there was... I remember maybe a year ago, a couple of years back, they, had, they got loads of complaints because... In between the Love Island, like during the ads, yeah, um, during Love Island, um, there were ads for cosmetic surgeries and boob jobs, and then people were like, "This is not on no. like, to advertise cosmetic surgery." In between watching the show with people that look like perfect, yeah, yeah, no, that's not a, not a good idea. Um, I guess it's bad that the cosmetic surgery kind of companies like get themselves in there because they know that that's a prime time to yeah, advertise especially for what they yeah. want because um, people are probably thinking about it anyway so yeah no, that's not good I saw a, a report on the one show months ago now of this 15 year old girl and the one show crew asked her to 
online apply to get a lip filler to I think it was 10 different places and a majority of them took her in knowing her age and knowing that she was underage and only 15 without her parents permission and it's like it shows how easy it is for people to do it and that's so bad that that's even like allowed to happen yeah that's that's crazy I mean, yeah. yeah it just shows that these people just want to make money they don't care about the well-being of their clients or patients whatever no not it, even ideal people checking for their age that's ridiculous yeah I mean, awful and then doing cosmetic I guess it, well, it's not surgery if it's fillers but whatever like willing to do that on a child yeah yeah, it is absolutely awful. It's it needs to become some sort of a law because the fact that it's allowed to kind of happen shows it there needs to be a stop put to it. Um and then I did a, a final poll and twelve percent of people said they love their body, forty two percent said they don't, and forty four percent said sometimes. So again, um it's just such a such a massive thing of how many people don't like their body and a, a lot of people were asking is it just me that feels like that and 100% not because even by that there's so many people that feel exactly the same everywhere yeah, around the world yeah, yeah 100% especially in the world we're living currently as well I guess even 50 years ago it probably would is not the same as as how it's looked upon now same with mental health it wasn't necessarily a thing then it was a thing but it wasn't um yeah as a whole um so people said it's a body image question so i said how can i be motivated to work out um for me it's like i working out for the wrong reasons didn't help like i used to work out loads because i wanted to lose weight and uh-huh. get gain muscle like to look a certain way but then i hated the workouts while i was doing it and then I would be working out like the calories I burnt that day overall and what I could yeah. eat and that just made me not enjoy it because it felt like it was punishing myself but then even then I was like enjoying seeing results working out was still just tied to changing my body but yeah because I was never really happy working out like just wasn't fun whereas now I do it because it makes me feel so good afterwards and I try and focus on forms of exercise that I actually enjoy like I don't try and do like super punishing kind of workouts yeah. I do more gentle ones that yeah again I actually like doing and look forward to doing so I think motivation is yeah, how good you feel it's just good for your body you know you'll live longer it's, it makes you feel more confident like it's yeah yeah. I think focusing on the non-physical reasons. Is, is there anything I can do to feel more confident in my own skin, even when others try and bring me down and have no motivation to change? I think it's important to understand that you probably won't like your body all the time or like the way it looks. So I think taking the focus off of what your body looks like yeah. and starting to appreciate it for just what its actual purpose is like I think we forget that our bodies aren't our body's purpose isn't to like have a flat stomach all the time no or look a certain way they're there to keep us alive and trying to respect your body even when you don't necessarily love the way it looks yeah a lot like 
also understanding that it's the only body you will ever have and this is what your most yeah. gonna look like just accepting that makes me feel more confident because it's like why would I waste time why do I want to waste time not respecting my body and just living my life without letting those like things get in the way it's just such it feels like such a waste of time yeah like, like it's true you do only live once and this is the only outer shell you're gonna have like, yeah I think it breaks it think about you is just like such a waste of time yeah yeah no I absolutely agree and and you you kind of yeah like you say you have to learn to kind of embrace and accept it because because there's there's kind of nothing you could do there's um things you could do to kind of modify it slightly and kind of create what you want to see but as it is that that's what you you've got and kind of be proud of it and when you can learn to do that then that's really good like trying to change your body like it doesn't change the internal reasons you have to not like like that like it doesn't change the reasons why you're not comfortable in yourself especially because like 95% of diets fail within five years like most people put weight back on if they try to lose weight because it's not sustainable in the long term like ever so it's like you feel good but then if you put if you put weight back on if you're trying to lose weight or whatever then you'll just feel worse because yeah it doesn't change anything internally you need to you need to change how you feel on the inside not the way you look on the outside yeah um someone said not a question but I tell myself how good I look in the mirror every day and wear things that make me feel empowered I think that's a really good good way to to do that uh so it says do i always have to be confident in my body or is it okay to have off days yeah definitely okay to have off days like i said it's more about even when you're having off days try and focus on respecting it anyway again you don't have to always love what it looks like but just try and respect your body for what it is doing for you and celebrate what it does do for you yeah yeah someone says how to stop comparing myself to others they unfollow people that make you feel yeah their fault but you don't always have to be like scrolling through and seeing people that make you wish you looked like them or made you make you feel yeah yeah worse yourself just unfollow people i now try and focus on i pretty much only follow people that fill my feed with positivity and that's hugely changed my outlook because yeah social media has such a big impact just unfollow people I always, I try and always follow under a hundred people because I, I get to a point where I'm following like three thousand people and I'm like, I don't know basically any of them. Why am I following these people? And I find that your feed just gets stressful. So I, if I, I just keep it to a minimum so that I feel I can watch the stories I want to watch. I can look at the posts and kind of keep up to date with what I'm doing. And obviously, I've got my kind of private account with my friends as opposed to my kind of public account with all of this stuff but um yeah I just keep it more a place and everything I do on there is again all about positivity and mental health and entertaining and stuff and making lots of content especially in lockdown as well so it's um it's definitely a platform that you could you do have control over um, so I think try and yeah, like you say, unfollow those people and um, 
even if there's someone you do really like and doesn't make you feel bad about yourself turn on notifications so that that's what you're focusing on on the stuff that does make you feel kind of good I guess um yeah um somebody says how do I accept that some of my body goals are unrealistic even though I constantly compare myself to them again a lot of these are very similar I think with um, someone says is it bad if you hate your body it's not no I don't think it's bad I think it's very common Um, it's I mean it's not a good thing no but it's not a bad thing like you haven't done it wrong a few questions on self-love out of 63 people 63% of people struggle with self-love 28% sometimes struggle and 7.9% do not struggle um someone says how to love yourself and accept the way you are I'm guessing that's your body and your personality when it feels like everyone hates you um when it comes to other people it's like way I see it is no one actually really cares about you like no one cares enough yeah exactly like people might judge you fine but even if they do that's like they might might think about that for like a minute maybe less and then they're too busy worrying about their lives and themselves to care about like to really actually care about you like no one cares more about you than you like they don't care they just care about themselves really like how much do you judge other people? Like, it's probably the same as other people. It's not a lot. You might have a passing thought, but that's yeah. just it. I was going to say, you look at that. someone and you have that prejudged thought of they look like this or they this, they that, they, they just said that. Then that thought's gone and you're ordering what you're doing or doing what you're doing. I mean, at, I went to a to Mabel's concert in London in February and constantly I was thinking, am I in someone's way? Is, my, is that annoying someone? Like do I look ridiculous, am I this, am I that? And then I was just like, do you know what? Nobody cares, everyone's just here to watch Mabel. Like, just shut up. No one, no one actually has the time or patience to worry about what I'm doing. Yeah. So to kind of just do it, and that's the same in kind of, in life. People don't have the time or care to worry about what, what you're doing with yourself or what you look like for any longer. So you kind of have to 
not please others but kind of please yourself because that's the only person that's always always going to be there um yeah exactly worrying about what other people think of you is just it's a waste of time it doesn't matter yeah definitely um somebody says what are some forms of self-love forms of self-love Ooh, it's an interesting question for me it's just being kind to myself like letting myself I don't know like not judge myself for eating certain food is a big one for me yeah like it shows me how far I've come because I spent so many years like having a craving for something and eating it and then feeling horrible afterwards or, or for the next day or if I had a day where I didn't eat like healthily whatever I'd just feel horrible and try and like working off whatever so for me a big form of self yeah. just not judging myself for wanting to eat what I want to eat because yeah has been a big thing um not being too hard on myself if I'm if if, if you're not doing much just like it's fine yeah you know just just not judging yourself too harshly I think it's just a big thing yeah or acts of self-love yeah someone says do you find it easy kind of that accepting stage and kind of that in between that balance um yeah someone says does it take time or does it happen overnight yeah it definitely takes time because you have to unlearn lots of old thinking patterns and that's yeah, hard it's true. like you, you your brain is just you're very used to thinking certain things and certain trains of thought and lots of things that will trigger certain thoughts um you just have to tell yourself like you have to actively try and change those thoughts until they eventually kind of go away or if they do come up then you just push them away and say no that's not what I believe yeah Um, yeah it just takes time and changing the way you think changing the way you view things changing the people you follow yeah changing your habits yeah it'll take time but it's worth it I think another one as well is the people you hang around with because I think in, in school as well, um, sometimes just to think, are they, how are they making me feel? Because if they're going, oh, you don't look good enough, or you don't this, you don't that all the time, like, are they the people you want to be hanging around with as well? So you have to kind of think about who's influencing your kind of decisions and how you feel about yourself as well and surround yourself with positive people as well. I think that's a really important thing as well. Yeah, definitely. I do think it's probably harder at school, like you're always around people like now that I'm not at school or uni or anything it's definitely easier because I just see who I want to see yeah I actually care about friends 
in school you're constantly around like lots of people yeah. every day so I think life just in general and accepting yourself gets easier when you're not in school obviously that's yeah. really far away from people but like life just in general gets easier when you're not constantly surrounded by people who you think are judging you yeah yeah you can make those decisions of who you want to be surrounded by once you kind yeah. of left that environment um someone says where to start with kind of getting on track with loving yourself and accepting yourself where's the starting point i think read a book on it makes life mm-hmm. easier because then you, you just it's, it's learning it's edu- educating yourself about lots of stuff yeah um like i think chessie king just released a book i want to read it but it looks very good and it's about how to be your own best friend um uh-huh. that looks like a really that, good time. yeah that sounds really good actually um but for me like reading books about not dieting there's a book called anti-diet which i like um yeah it's it's educating yourself about where the need to change comes from and like things to do with diet culture and beauty and society yeah learning where where that comes from and then shifting your perspective on it because once you understand where people are trying to always sell things to like like fitness plans once you learn to like spot it you're less affected by it yeah yeah definitely um and then the last one of that someone says how to feel your best on days you don't feel it um to me i clean cleaning my room helps because if you're like in a cluttered space that like is not good for your brain i just feel like um get outside do some exercise like go for a walk clear your head just that's what I do on days that I feel low. Have a shower, like yeah, and yeah, exercise and yeah, just those like simple kind of yeah, little things. Really change yourself. I don't just sit in your bed like watching Netflix all day. Like no, ordering takeout and because that just when you're feeling low, just makes you feel worse. Just kind of ready for the day and then go even if it's just going out for a walk or you know something little it it actually has a bigger impact than doing some massive massive thing um now i did want to include a couple of uh, kind of relationships questions because they were kind of to do with loving yourself and then letting others love you kind of thing um as i said should i learn to love myself before letting someone else love me or will that help me love myself? Um, yeah, I don't think you should worry, like, oh, I don't love myself yet, I'm not ready to, like, date anyone. Uh-huh. Like, because I don't think you'll ever then reach a stage where you're like, okay, now I'm ready. Like, I, yeah, I don't think you should worry about that, because I do think being with someone helps, like, if you're with the right person, that, then them loving you or being interested in you and your personality can help you accept yourself more sometimes. Yeah. So I don't think you should you should like worry about having to love yourself before you like it shouldn't stop you from no. dating anyone. Um because you can work on yourself while dating someone or being in a relationship. Almost as a team as well, because if they're all 
aware of it they can help you kind of do that and be there as as a close support kind of network to um you know to tell you those positive things when you wake up or whatever that you know makes you yeah. feel feel better whereas if you're waking up on your own you haven't got anyone to tell you that and telling yourself sometimes is just like irrelevant it can feel like sometimes so yeah definitely and uh, just have a look see if there's any more kind of ones so it says what if my boyfriend doesn't like my body I know, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. If you have that doesn't like your body, dump him. I mean, what, why would you do that to yourself? No, um, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, definitely. It's yeah, not... There's of people out there. You don't need to be with someone that doesn't like the way you look, because that's a horrible feeling. Yeah, 100%. For no one deserves to feel like that, especially by someone that they love or are really close to that's not, yeah, yeah. Not, not acceptable. Um yeah very similar to another question what what to do if your partner hints they want you to change your body i mean it's just it's oh my god your 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 life purpose is not to like have a body that your partner likes or feels like oh my god you don't exist to be attractive to someone else no do what makes you feel good and yeah makes you happy if your partner's saying that, then that's, that's their problem. It's not, yeah. That's not. It's not. So I God, I don't know what I'd do in that situation. Because that would be hor- horrible. I mean, you don't, oh my God, same kind of thing. Like, why dump them? Why would you be with someone like that? Yeah. Or I would just say, like, what do you, like, why are you with me then? If, are you with me for my body? Because that's not, that's not good either. Yeah. No, it should it Someone it should be a balance as a whole. Yeah, no, it's it's also not their place to make a decision on how they feel about your body. What's that? No. That's not that should that shouldn't be a a problem. That shouldn't be I mean in um Gavin and Stacey again it reminds me of a scene in the Christmas special when um Smithy brings a girl and she's like um it's like well we're gonna sort out your weight aren't we and everyone's like she can leave like it's just just not it's not the right thing to do it just makes everyone um feel absolutely awkward um this was quite an interesting one someone says i need some advice i'm pregnant i have two boys and a girl on the way and my other half is a semi-recovery addict i'm not coping with anything i've given up i work with disabled people and even they deserve more than me. I don't know where to start to be me again. So where is a starting point to feel yourself again? Oh, gosh. I mean... Wow. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a hard question because I don't... I've never been in any of those situations. Neither. <laughs> um, oh, God, I don't know. Maybe take, take, it, take it as if, if someone wants to start to feel their self again. You used to enjoy. Yeah. You do before kids and before your relationship that made you happy and do those things, just small things. Yeah. It might just be, I don't know, buying a hot chocolate and watching the rain. I don't know. Just like small things that you enjoyed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Try and remember what you used to love and just do those things again. Make time for yourself. Yeah, yeah, 100% make it time for yourself. And 
obviously with lockdown as well that can have positives and negatives negatives as in maybe the kids are always there but also this is a really good time to kind of use this time wisely because we won't get this time back it's this is not something that happens every year this is not something that's happened before so it's for me this has definitely been about you know I've been so busy I for about two months I had like two podcasts every day and we're just working ridiculous hours and up till two in the morning editing and mm, yes it was silly but then at the same time it was like after this I'm gonna go back to school and go and do English math science and I'm not gonna have time for this and that will be it over so I kind of use this time to do what I love and that to kind of build that passion and turn it into a, a job and work hard on it whereas for someone else just finding that kind of passion for you if, if that works a, a lot of people like I don't even know what to do with myself it's fi- finding that thing that you like to do even if it's something little like watching a movie but then doing a review on it afterwards or just some just little things that kind of you enjoy it, it does distract you from those things that you're thinking about constantly um I think that is okay this one's quite an interesting one someone says I feel like I need to send pictures to keep my relationship going now I'm assuming they're talking about nudes which is illegal to send them to get them to distribute them and I'm guessing it's a young person um yeah yeah um so what would you say to someone who feels like they've got they're like having pressure put on them Yeah, that's a big thing. disorders uh, a couple more on this someone says i stopped eating because i got called a fat pig what should i do which is obviously horrible Habits that are just hard to, yeah, hard to come back from. 
Yeah, I mean, so it does say so how to kind of build back a positive relationship with food. How can you kind of start to do that? Like, don't label foods as good or bad. Like, no food is good or bad, because that's, yeah. like, a common thing that you do. Yeah. Um, and, like, this whole idea of, like, cheat days, like, get rid of that. Like, I find that I have, like, probably something like, that I used to class as bad every day now. I have, like chocolate or ice cream or something but I probably have less of it than I would have before because I'm not like oh wow I'm gonna eat loads because it's like my cheat day or I'm gonna binge whatever because I can because I've been doing so well like it's just changing the way you think about food like food isn't the enemy no Um, just listen to your body some days you might feel really hungry some days less so just don't just yeah read a book on it yeah anti-diet Harrison is really good yeah okay yeah. um so a couple more someone says I feel unable to eat I don't know why and haven't for a few days now what should I do to help get back on track and start eating if they feel like they can't eat for whatever reason um I guess just try to do anyway like maybe if you, even if it's soup or yeah just try and fuel your body because your body needs nutrition just, even if you don't feel like it, just try because, yeah, your body needs nutrients and etc. Maybe even bringing in like one meal a day, like maybe starting off by having breakfast and, and mm-hmm. making that part of your routine as you wake up and um, and then maybe bringing in lunch and then dinner and kind of having those strict meal times as opposed to snacking every now and again, um, which yeah. is fine, but but to, if you stick into meal times, it's got a bit of like a, a schedule to it. Uh, someone says, I skip breakfast, lunch, and sometimes dinner by staying out of the house and telling my mum I ate at a friend's house. I know I need to stop this, but how? You could tell your mum. I mean, maybe that would be a hard thing to do. Yeah. But then it have accountability. Like, if you tell someone that you've been struggling, that you do need to change um, and come back to eating normally again if you really ask someone for help then yeah she might not sure that you eat all the time so that yeah then, you're then not you've got someone there. there yeah yeah I think that helps. yeah definitely um so one more um So it says, how to encourage yourself to eat in front of others when you feel self-conscious? Ooh, I'm not sure. I get, I, it's a hard I don't one. Know how eating in front of someone else. I don't know. May, I, I'd maybe say, like, if you're, I don't know, struggling to eat in front of people, maybe start in front of the people that you feel most comfortable around. Um if that's your, we're just with your best friend or just with your family and then kind of gradually bring it up, I guess. But that that's a very interesting question, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure. Again, just not caring about what people think of you. Like, why do you not want it? I guess also, I don't know why they don't want to eat around other people, is it? No, is it the food or what they're eating or... Yeah, mm. I'm not sure. Um well, it, to that person who sent it in research, have a look if, if there's a specific kind of reason. Have a look online, um, yeah. see what you can find. Um, now, the last thing I wanted to talk to you about is 
Bambi Collective. For those who don't know what it is, could you tell us what it is? Yeah, it's an online community for girls to join. Um, there's a Facebook community page or like Facebook group where yeah. people send like advice queries or if they just want to talk about their day or yeah, if they need help with something. And then it's just a nice supportive group where people give advice and etc. Um, yeah. Which is lovely. There's a group chat where people chat every day just because it's nice to have people there. Yeah. Not feel so lonely or to make people I've seen people make new friendships through Bambi, which has been lovely. That's so to nice see. to see, yeah. Um, yeah. And then the Instagram is like kind of uplifting stuff. We take overs from Bambi members. Um it's yeah, it's an up kind of uplifting, positive online space. Um, yeah. there's a blog too, which I need to post more on. I haven't That's a really good platform as well because I think a lot of people want to talk to someone but necessarily don't want to talk to anyone they know. Uh, so I guess it's a fresh person who doesn't know your background isn't going to prejudge from what they know of you because it's they know what you tell them, I guess, which is quite could, could be like a um, a nice thing to know that they're just judging you or giving you advice on that specific thing and not on your past why did you set it up um i just wanted to create a positive space online um i wanted to talk more about the kind of stuff i was posting on social media without it being on my own page um and also i was like i was part of workout community groups online previously and and i like i love the community feel to them but you have to be like doing something. You have to be doing the workout program and pay to use it to have access to the community. And I wanted to build a community that you didn't have to pay to join, but still yeah. have that feeling of yeah community. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and would you say you've kind of personally almost benefited from helping others? Because I think in anything you get. A, good buzz from being able to help someone or make someone's day or whatever would you say that's kind of made you feel better about yourself and better about the day when you know that you've been able to help someone on there yeah definitely it makes me feel like I'm doing something useful with my life um it also I think it holds me accountable as well like because if I'm trying to help other people then it makes me feel better about myself because I, I should be doing the things that I'm telling other people to do yeah so yeah definitely yeah makes me feel good and for people that are wondering what kind of you cover what topics are kind of covered on there um like relationships body image mental health self-love a lot of the things we've covered today yeah um i guess things that are going on in the world yeah um charitable causes like 
stuff like that. Not, not anything really. Yeah. Um, and then I just thought I'd mention because there were there was lots of kind of mental health questions put in, um, and for the people who haven't seen um, episode one of my mental health campaign with Ben West, who's a mental health campaigner, that's on Facebook and on Instagram, and it's also as a podcast here. Um, it's the most recent episode that answers a lot of questions around kind of self harm and um depression and anxiety and social anxiety and stuff like that so for the people who we didn't get to answer those questions go and listen to that um if that didn't help i always mention shout um which you could text on 85258 which is a free text line uh for mental health support 24 7 and then if you're um feeling like you need urgent help there's obviously the samaritans on 116123 and then shout an nhs direct to 999 if it is um an emergency but there were so many messages sent in so thank you everyone for kind of getting involved and for your kind messages um as well they didn't go unnoticed um now to end the podcast off um we do a couple of little segments just to make it a little bit of fun at the end um and so we always react to a couple of unpopular opinions and see what you think of them um someone says mcdonald's chicken nuggets are overrated that's at s-h-a-n-i-a underscore wenman what do you think about mcdonald's chicken nuggets they're probably overrated they're still good yeah i love them I think they're the best at McDonald's. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do get them most times I go there. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been since they've opened some? Um, ordered on delivery last week. Right. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. I, I had one the other week. It was the best McDonald's of my life. <laughs> um, someone says cake is overrated. Cake? Cake, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, if it's not chocolate cake or like pretty plain, like I'm not, I'm not to overly fast. Yeah, I'm not. Um, cake probably is overrated. I don't like get it very often. No. Like, yeah, there are other baked goods are better than cake. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, someone says Coldplay are overrated. No, I don't either. I don't know. They're okay. Um, Sam Hewitt says, pineapple on pizza is actually good. The internet makes you hate it. Ooh. See, I don't no, mind I don't it. I think it's okay sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty neutral in that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had it a few times. Like yeah. Someone says, Friends is not a good show. Have you seen it? Yeah, I haven't seen all of it, but I do love Friends as well. Um, so this is a really weird one. Someone says it's annoying when people say bless you after you sneeze. They should mind their own business. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, why do you say bless you? Do you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, odd. Um, okay, and then the last uh, last little bit, um, random questions. Would you prefer to have Netflix or YouTube for the rest of your life? Netflix. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Would you rather have your own Netflix series or a YouTube channel? 
Um, what's your favourite cereal? Crunchy nut clusters of chocolate. Love that. Uh, what superpower would you want? I'd go invisible because I'm like the most nosy person in the whole entire world. So I could just go listen to people's conversations. They wouldn't know I was there. Oh, no, I wouldn't like that one. Maybe like being able to teleport, that would be cool. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, if you just wanted to be somewhere. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. That would be good. Um, Last movie you cried at? Um, what's your all-time favourite book? This is really hard. I don't know. What have I read recently? I don't know. God, there's too many. I don't have a favourite book. You just love books. Because books have different things. I've got got many favourites. Like, I don't know. (laughs) That's fine. Um, what do you think's in Area 51? Yeah, I, think I reckon it's nothing. Keep, keep it there now. Like it's become such a common thing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. First thing you'd buy if you won the lottery. Oh, probably like a house somewhere. I would as well. I'd move house. out. Yeah. <laughs> and in my own space. Yeah, that's true. Take all your friends with you and just mm. buy a load of stuff. Um, and then the last thing, what's one little thing that really gets on your nerves? So mine is like noisy eating or like a knife on a plate, like little things like that. Um, that's fine (laughs) that's fine um and then the last bit is called the youth booth and it's a very important segment of the show at the end where we ask all our guests even when we are at events when we were at the ted talks last year to give us a positive quote or an inspirational message or something generally positive for our guests to leave the podcast feeling happy so what can you bring to the table today yeah thank you so much for that um look that's the end of the episode thank you so so much for coming on honestly it's been an honor to have you come on and chat to me oh thanks for having me 
You're so welcome. Um, look, listeners, we'll see you um, very soon for another episode. Hopefully, this is the last episode of Series 3. We're hoping to have a fourth series, but we don't really know what's going on in the world at the minute. We'll see you all very soon, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you um, to everyone who listens. We found out it's now streamed in 16 countries around the world. Um, so thank you to everyone from wherever you are listening, um, and we'll see you next time for another episode. Best of luck, best of luck, best of luck.